0: B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. Boss Band Show, a true friend of mine, not a true friend of mine in real life. My man, Daniel Ford, Missouri State, looking dapper over there, man. What's up, D Ford? How was life out there, man?
1: Things are great, boss. How you doing, my friend?
0: Man, it's going good, man. Just trying to get a little vacation in before you know. I, I have a summer league here, man, in Vegas, man. Just trying my best to find some downtime for training camp starts in September, man.
1: I hear you. It's, it's that time, you know. Just uh, busy summer as always uh, for for all of us at all different levels, and uh, looking forward to what this upcoming season can be. Um, it, it, it's always interesting how how the level of excitement uh, tends to rise. Uh, everyone expecting to have a great year, and and um, I, I don't think we're any different.
0: No doubt, D Ford, I cannot believe this, but this is gonna be your sixth year at Missouri State. I can't believe it's been that long, man. How how's it feel for you, man? Does it feel like it's been six years for you, man?
1: You know, it's really flown by and, and a lot of that has to do with the COVID. And then we lost those two years uh so fast. And and uh, it's really hard to believe that, that we're going in our sixth year. Uh but but we do feel like uh we're 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 making uh a, a progress, especially uh, with the return of so many guys uh, from last year's team that won seventeen games, so uh, ho- hopefully this sixth year is a year that that we can remember for a long time. Uh, but we've definitely gotten here pretty fast.
0: Yeah, D four. I, I like your guy Donovan Clay, man. Talk about his development over time. He want you, man. I feel like this young man has potential to play in the NBA. I feel like he could be a A pro player, man. About what he's done for you and what how he's grown for you, man, on your tools and development, man, and your staff?
1: Well, Donnie's a fantastic all-around player. Uh, He's an elite defender. He's got great size, great instincts, uh, a really good, really good level of toughness. And uh, he he, last year he carried the load for our team, uh, offensively and defensively, for the most part. Um, And and, you know, Donnie's at his best whenever he's uh, defensive rebounding, leading the break. Uh, we play him sometimes at a small – when we go small, we, we play him at like that 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 point forward position. Uh, and, and he's really good at breaking down the defense and, and getting shots for not only himself but others. Uh, but, but he definitely has um, some, some capabilities that could be attractive to, to people at the next level. Uh, but, but you know, he, he's got to continue to work on all areas of his game, uh, staying in shape, uh, his decision-making, and his and offensive efficiency. And, and, and when those boxes get checked, I think he can play at, at any level that, that, that Donnie would like to play uh, uh, and definitely has as an outside chance at making the NBA.
0: And, D4, what I like about your roster, man, it's very versatile. You, you can play many different ways with your roster and your your length. And I know how much you love defense, man. And defensively, you do a lot of things with that, with that length, man, it cause guys trouble. Pack that pain. You can switch one through five. You can do some drop points, too. You can do a lot of different things. Talk about that we have recruited a young man, like we go to the Peace Jam or Lake Point here, man. That you want to look for guys who can really be switchable and play multiple positions without being pitcher holes, just being a one, two, three, or four
1: or five. You know, we're, we're big fans of versatility. And, and uh, you know, our philosophy behind that is, is anytime you have injuries on your team, you have some parts that you can move around a little bit, as well as uh, having the opportunity to play your best players together. And, and sometimes uh, the, the more versatile they are, the more lineups you can play. And so uh, being able to add things throughout the season, uh, as well as maybe even in games uh, that, that you probably didn't practice or, or may not have even been something you've ever done, but you think could work. And, and just having guys that are versatile with different skill sets allows you to, the capabilities of doing that uh defensively, like you mentioned, with the switching, uh, offensively, trying to exploit mismatches.
0: No doubt. And in, in D4, you know this side got to do man, basketball is a game of mismatches. If I am the right matchup, and I feel like that versatility that you have, you could cause people in the in Missouri Valley Conference nightmares with all the matchups that you can present problems for them. And you all know, I both know this. You want to call the defense to have conflict on defense. You want them to be like, look. I got I got to decide between bad and worse here. What am going to give up? So I think that's what's good about your team, man, and the fact that you all coach them so hard, you and your staff, man. And I feel like that's what's going to be a key to the issue for you guys. man. I feel like you're ahead of you,
1: my guy. I appreciate that. And, and um, you know, I feel the same way because we do – uh, create problems for, for other teams with our versatility, our size, athleticism. But we, we've we also worked a lot on our, our skill development this 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 past spring and summer, to be quite honest. And we've recruited a couple of guys that we feel like are skilled guys. So you start adding skills to some of that athleticism and toughness that we have, have, our players are more mature. You know, Austin Mason and Chance, more of those guys have grown up a little bit. N.J. Benz is the same way. Uh, we're, we're really excited about the group that we have. And no doubt,
0: and you're deep, too, because uh, we don't want it to happen, but injuries happen, stuff happens. And being able to have guys who can plug and play, who you trust. So having a, a deep roster, I can only imagine the competitiveness in your workouts, your practice is going to be coming up here in the fall here, man, with all those guys competing for those minutes. Menace- There's only so many of them, but they're going to be competing hard for them. And I know your staff will not let them not compete
1: for those minutes. Yeah, I mean, we, we like to have deep rosters uh, for, for, for uh, intense practices purposes, as, as well as creating that competition by position mentality um, that, that allows for us to get better throughout the year. Uh, and, and also, like you said, just in case we have injuries. Uh, but but um, a, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we, we feel like our rotation will, will shape into nine nine guys come league play. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll rely heavily on those nine guys. And a big part of our, our depth this year – uh will will be the return of Matthew Lee, starting point guard on St. Peter's uh Elite 18. He blew his ACL out last year in our second game. And uh, hopefully he'll be play he'll be cleared to play come November.
0: I hear that D4, and you're right about that, but even in the NBA, you know this from watching summer league and watching the finals and playoffs. You can't really play ten your guys. You really you really you're really playing between eight and nine. Trying to work that 10th guy in is very hard. I don't watch we'll hear of my Hawks. I know that uh AJ Griffin he played very well as a rookie, but Quinn Syder preferred Johnson to over Griffin. So Griffin was the 10th man and didn't play. So I have seen it right here, right here, right in my backyard. He can already really at the, the max. He can really do 10, but nine truly is the max for a rotation that's really really, really deep.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost impossible to play 10 guys. And and you know, you you want to play uh seven guys, probably heavy minutes, and then your eight and nine, you need to be able to supplement. Uh, what, whatever you're lacking, it could be a matchup, it could be foul trouble, it could be um um an injury. So but I, I agree. I think I think eight or nine guys that that that, that can help you win is, is plenty. And um, you know, occasionally you may be able to sprinkle in that tenth guy, but but on a consistent basis, it's just not enough minutes.
0: And D4, I'll tell you, man, your road record in the State's one of a kind man. twenty six 26 and twenty six and twenty. In league play, man, winning on the road, man. So talk about what is the key to getting your guys ready to play on the road. I, I'll tell you, because I mean, you and I both know that winning on the road is very important in college basketball. You, you want to win as many, many as you can out there, man. You got 26 wins on the road, man. Talk about that. How you prepare your guys to go on the road in a tough Missouri Valley Conference, to get wins you know, to play like Terry Hold and Val Poe and you know Evansville, man. Talk about those. That prepare your team for that, man.
1: Well, no matter if the game is home or away, the, the tougher team's going to win, and and uh, I just think that we we have a, a, a tougher mentality when we go on the road, and uh, whether that's grabbing loose balls, making our layups, making our free throws, getting stops, um, you know, our transition defense is really pretty good, and uh, we have a high level of focus, and and uh, when, when, you know when you focus in, you can accomplish anything you set your mind to, and so for for, for me, what I would say is is our guys have really had a high level of focus. With a sense of urgency and an unbelievable amount of toughness. And, and that allows for us to 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 fortunately win a lot of games on the road.
0: No doubt, man. Also, D Ford, man, I just stuff that I love love, man. You've got at least twelve conference wins three years in a row. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying over hundred 100 years, man. I mean, you're putting them up up there, and I'm just so, so proud of you, man, because I know how it is, man. How hard you put your life into this game, man, and coach this game, and you get you you're doing that, man, and that, that tough conference, man to you, my brother, but 12 in a row three years, man, in a row, man. <laughs> Talk about that as well, what your, what your guys have for you, man.
1: Well, you know, we've been fortunate the last couple of years. We've had some, some all-league guys and, and Gage Prim and Isaiah Mosey and, and guys like that, that that really, you know, led us to a lot of those victories. And in this past year, I was proud of our players being able to transition uh, through through an a overhaul of our roster due to the transfer portal. And, and and still keep our program in the in the upper half of the Missouri Valley uh, and, and really only a game out of one of maybe those top four spots. So um, a lot of the credit uh, goes to our players, and then our staff has done a fantastic job as well. And so just, you know, preparing our guys, getting them to execute and, um, you know, be, be able to uh, perform when, when um, it, it's time has, has really um, – been something that we've done pretty consistently and now i think we need to take it to a another level and and, and instead of you know 12 wins or, or 13 wins try try to get in that 15 16 17 uh and give yourself a chance to win the championship
0: and d4 you all excelled at winning close i know you lost some too but a lot of, a lot of games you won close games man you and i both know come down on that last media timeout. Who executes, who gets the loose ball, free free throw block out, get makes the right free. So talk about what your team have some continuity as well, growing in that regard. Still win those win those close games, because you see this stuff that ain't been through these wars. So the guys are coming in new, like the young man from Overtime Elite, watching, watching what they what how you execute in crunch time and win those games. about that, man? The close game mentality your team has, brother.
1: Well, you know, the continuity is going to be a big part of our success this year, having nine guys back. and Like you mentioned, Donnie, obviously, being the leader of our team, but, but also uh, the development of N.J. Benson and his return, Austin Mason, Chance Moore, the guys that I mentioned prior, um, as well as the return of Matthew Lee and, and, and Dawson Carper, and also, you know, Dalen Regional. He, he did some really good things for us last year. Uh, Damian Mayo, fantastic winner. Uh, so we've got a lot of guys, and, and I may have missed a few Rafe Ayers played some for us last year. we got a lot of guys that are returning and going to help those new guys. You mentioned Tyler Bay from Overtime Elite, young, talented, as well as Davion Hill. And then uh, we'll, we'll have to work in our, our Division One transfer, Cesar Edwards from, from Xavier, and, and Nick Kramer, a, a knockdown shooter from slew. So we, we, we like the dynamics of our team. But but I, I agree with you. I think the strength of our team will definitely be the continuity guys that have been there. They know what it takes and will rely heavily on their execution and crunch time.
0: And I saw I saw you hire Darian Redick, man, and Marcus, of Brock. We're talking about having one of your football players come work for you now, man, and Marcus, the strength Prince side. We know a strength coach is very important as well. Talk about those two hires, man, on your staff this year, man?
1: You know, it, it brings me great joy to, to be able to hire Darian, a former player, I've always thought that coaching was about changing lives. And um, anytime time you, you, you've coached long enough where you can start to hire your former players, I, I think that that is, is ultimately what, what we're in this for. And, and Darion, I was proud of him as a player. Uh, I've been proud of how he's conducted himself as a professional uh, in the coaching ranks. And, and I thought the uh, the opportunity to give him a chance at breaking into Division I in uh, a director of basketball operations position was something that that was not only uh, beneficial for him, but also for us. And, and so, um, as always, uh, those player-coach relationships should go two ways, and, and I just think it's all about bringing value, and, and he, he brings a lot of value to our program with his character, with his work ethic, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, his success as a coach, uh, not only in this role, but hopefully one day as a full-time coach and eventually a head coach.
0: I hear that, man, and you know what? And I told people just, just about about you a lot. You coach people hard, but you love them too. You it it, it it's that you coach them hard. You want them to excel on the court, but you love your guys. That's what I love about you, man. Because I know you your intentions all get out, but you, but when it's over, man, you're a Teddy Bear, man. You love you you love, you love your guys, man. So I love that about you, man, man. And I thought like you want to do with Darian Redick, man, is example. While I talk to people about you and who you are as a man and as as a,
1: as a person. Yeah, well, I mean, it's to me, it's it's all about love. I mean, it, it's all about um, you know uh, planting seeds and, and pulling weeds. You know, it's it's uh, it's a nurturing atmosphere, and um, it's one of those things where um, you know the the greatest form of love is discipline, and so you you have to um, you know walk the walk as well as um, you know hold people accountable. And, and that's something that I think we take a lot of pride in. And um, the relationships can really last forever. Uh, and, and most of the guys that want to be successful in life are the guys that want to be coached hard. And um, I think it's a two way street, we got to love them even more more than, than how hard you coach them. So uh, it's definitely a philosophy of ours.
0: And I, I know you have a, a schedule out there will be coming out here soon enough officially but I do know you'll be in the Paradise Jam like, down there. So talk about that opportunity to go out of the country with, with your team, man, show them a new new environment, man, also, and also win some games as well. Why are you out there on, on, that, on that trip there?
1: You know, the, the MTE that we're fortunate to be in this year is going to be really good for us. We've got the opportunity to continue to grow as a team. Uh, we've had some experiences that have not gone our way in the past, but, but I do feel like this team uh, is a team that can win tournaments tournaments. And uh, we, we've got to use this tournament as preparation for our conference tournament. Although there is a big gap in between, the mindset is still the same. One game, one possession at a time uh, uh, with the intent on you know winning a championship. And uh, we like the field. We like the field in the sense of multiple teams. Uh, some play in the NCAA tournament. Others play in the NIT. And uh, almost half the field is, is made up, I believe, of 20-game winners. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a great field. It's a great place. Um, I used to, when I was a graduate assistant coach at Wichita State, uh, I was on a staff that went down there and, and played, uh, and so that was back in 2008, nine season, I believe. And so, uh, I haven't gone in a while. So looking forward to getting back to the islands.
0: I hear that, that, that D4, you've been out here on this road, man, in July, man, uh, Vegas. I saw you at Lake Point here, the Peace Jam about how important is this July period is try to find new, new Missouri Tiger new, 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 new Missouri State Bears coming up here, man, to pay for you in Springfield and get coached by you and your staff, man, and finding the young men that fits what you
1: all do, the intensity that you all have, man. Yeah, you know, recruiting is still the lifeline of program, and, and um, it's all about the people. And so we're out there on the road. We're looking at different things. And, and for us, uh, although there's a portal we, we still value, uh, high school kids, especially guys that are body ready, that are tough, and have a skill set that that our that our puzzle needs. And so, I've I've enjoyed being on the road, seeing the coaches, seeing guys like yourself, uh, watching these great players play. And so, uh, we'll continue to evaluate. Uh, we, we we've been fortunate to 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 get a, a guy or two uh, uh, this summer, and so uh, we'll continue to uh, evaluate guys and 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 just add to what we feel like is is a really good roster at the moment and has the potential to be even better uh, these next couple of years.
0: And, D4, talk about when you go to these events, man, like seeing the commodity of all you guys in the business, man, you're going to spend time with your, your peers, provided it being so intense. And of course, you're, you're recruiting intensely against them, but it's not as intense seeing your guys out in the field, man. is it to just be around your people and seeing people have that camaraderie and that fellowship, even though you all compete the same thing against the double
1: title every, every year. Well, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. And, and um, you know, you always want to be professional and, and conduct yourself in a manner in which you don't embarrass your program, hey. you don't embarrass your family. Uh, as well as your, your own team. And so um, it, it's um, it, it's one of those situations to where, um, you know, we're all out there hunting for the same thing and, and we all feel like, hey, you know, we, we can get a guy or two or, or he's the best. And a lot of times you, you ended up, you end up getting the, the second or third option and they end up being better than the one you thought, you know, everybody wanted. So uh, it, it's it's an interesting dynamic of the profession. Uh, it is great to see other coaches, and, and I spend a lot of time, you know, uh, picking the brains of some other guys. I spend a lot of time talking offense to some coaches that I have a lot of respect for from an offensive standpoint while we're watching kids. So uh, the summer has been very beneficial for us, not not only recruiting but also through basketball philosophy. You
0: no, know, doubt, and D four, I don't. I want to ask you about this, man. I have a couple of guys. I like, said I was an overtime lead chances for Diane Brookhaven about the basketball here in Atlanta, man, and how they're, they're trained so well, their IQs are they're ready to play a lot of times when they get to you. Cause I had to cover how they coach down here in high school and the AAU about the Atlanta basketball scene, man, George general how the young men who you
1: recruit from here are typically ready to play day one. Yeah, they're, they're they've been, um, going up against some of the the best athletes in the country over, you know, X amount of time that they've spent in that area. And so you have to have a lot of respect for uh, the level of talent and the level of coaching. And and one of the things that I've really enjoyed is their upside is so high and a lot of their best basketball is later on in their college careers. So um, when you're building a program and you're evaluating uh, those things are important, you know, you look at a chance more that you mentioned and we expect chance to have a all-conference caliber league, caliber year. And, and he's talented enough to contend for player of the year in our league. And so when, when you when you have multiple guys in that area that have that level of athleticism and talent, you have to have a high level of respect. And, um, you know, Atlanta has been an area in which I've recruited uh, both of my head coaching stops. I know we had Delano Spencer when I was at Tennessee State. He was a fantastic player. Uh, briefly had a kid by the name of Chris Bolden, transferred from Georgia Tech as well. And, um, you know, now we've got a chance on our team. And, and like you mentioned, Tyler spent some time at the Overtime Elite. So uh, we we have a very high level of respect for Atlanta. And um, hopefully we can continue to uh, make some inroads there to, to to land future prospects.
0: Now, I saw on Facebook where your wife got graduated from Missouri State, man. I couldn't see your wife graduate from the school district coaching there, man, and get, her, and get her a degree. Because I'll tell you what, she's already a great business. She got a lot of business going on, a lot of things going on. Rebound Foundation, daycare, band. So, how happy are you all? Just to see your wife excel like that, man, and and represents you all and your kids so well, man, in that community.
1: You know, I'm very proud of her uh, because it's sometimes it's easy as a uh, coach's wife to lose your identity and, and not have a life because we're so busy. But but she's done a great job of of, of finding her own passions and whether that be Rebound Foundation that that we're both involved in. Uh, helping victims of domestic violence, or like you mentioned, the drop-in daycare, where we're trying to help uh, uh, moms and dads get back to work by having, you know, sufficient, affordable daycare uh, in our community. And so uh, when you add on top of that to, to go in and get your master's degree, and and uh, she's always been a huge advocate of education, and she preaches that to our children. And um, it's, it's actually caused me to emphasize that more with our players. And so uh, – I've heard a politician say that education was the closest thing to magic in our country. And I believe that and, and she believes that as well. And um I think um, uh, you know, as we grow old together, we'll value even more her level of success as a as an entrepreneur and an educator, uh, on top of the fact that she's an awesome wife and mom.
0: Steve, what I got I'm gonna tell you, when I sell that, I, I wanna be like you and Christina. I, I'm serious, I'm not I'm not I'm not BS I, I won't that where you support her, she supports you. That's like what I want in my wife, seriously. Like, I've I watched you all, and I'm it. That's, that. That's what I want my wife to be like, and how you are with her, and how you are a best, coach. You are a great father and a great husband. I know that those things mean a lot, a lot the most to you, being a father and a husband to your wife and your children. And talk about having all those kids, man, man. They love you, man. They're growing up. i am seeing them on Facebook, man. It's just, it's just amazing. Seeing how big Carson's gas is I last seen him, man. It's like it's, it's amazing,
1: yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we we've got six little ones and uh it's never a dull moment in our house. Uh controlled chaos is, is what I like to call it. And uh, my wife and I we we divide and conquer. You know, we're we're always going here, going there. And um you, you mentioned Carson, he's he's uh going into I guess the fifth grade now. He's already five four. and so uh, he's going to be tall, he loves to play um, and so uh, but, but our, our other kids are, are fantastic as well our oldest son is playing some junior college basketball out, out in Iowa um, our, our eight-year-old daughter's in the theater uh, four-year-old son is hopefully going to be a big-time football player one day he's, 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 he likes to tackle everyone in pre-K right now uh, our two-year-old daughter is in the gymnastics and then you know, having a, having a newborn is, is always an experience. So our, our house is, um, uh, one in which, you know, when, when, when the sun comes up, man, you, you better be running.
0: <laughs> I hear that deep boy, man. I, Thank you for it, time. As always, my brother. You know, I you know I've always had you back, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate our real friendship, not this business. It's really truly our friends. I appreciate that, brother. Now, I was good to see you yeah. on the road, man. I, and I'll see you either at Evansville, Belmont. I'll make it work one way or another. I'll see you. Got this year play with another my guy. All
1: right, boss. You the man, brother. Appreciate you, man. Hit me anytime. You already know.
0: Appreciate you, D Ford. All right, brother. What's up, good people? Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Gerald the Boss Man here. You're tuned into The Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get The King out at 105theking.com and The Boss Man Show at Bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010 The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.